Yo, Craig. Oh yeah, Craig. No, uh, I got I got my alternator fixed. Mm-hmm. And that oh, yeah, I noticed. If, I noticed because your car was on the road when you sent the message. Yeah, uh, that was <laughs> that was the whole point. I was like, that's why I was like, I don't know. I think I said gang shit, but <laughs> I was I was so happy, dude. This is great. It put me in the hole, but it was wonderful. Organic Poison Podcast. Uh, it's okay. We'll finish talking about the car at some no, point no, in the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Organic Poison Podcast. I'm here uh, with some dear friends of mine. We got through last night watching the Royal Rumble, and uh, we're going to just share some thoughts on that. Uh, we've got Alex and Cam have both been on here before. What's up, guys? What's up, man? Hey, how's it going? Going good. Looking forward to talking about the Rumble with you guys. And we have first-timer Jim in here. Jim, how are you, sir? Well, I'm doing just fine, Shane. No. (laughs) (laughs) You should have kept going, dude. You should have sold it for the whole hour plus, dude. Well, I'm doing just fine, Shane. And let me tell you, man, this Royal Rumble was one to see. If you didn't didn't see this, then you really missed out. (laughs) Uh, Pat McAfee is my first first thing I did. I noticed from Royal Rumble. I kept every time he said something, I was just I would just like mimic him because I was just like he is running out of the air in between. Like he's a very unique commentator. It took me a moment because I was like, oh shit, he's from because I don't. I was told he had a podcast, but I I was I know him from like College Game Day and everything. Yeah. Yeah, like we're we're homies. You know, we kind of yeah we kick it. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Uh, I mean, I guess the thing to start out with anyway, guys, I'm happy to have you all here. This is nice. to be fun. Clearly, mm-hmm. there was uh, a lot to talk about as the night progressed, but why not just go in order and we'll just talk about the Women's Rumble? Hell yeah. Uh, I mean, it, 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 me personally, I enjoyed it. I like the fact that they have such a large level of personality now versus what they used to. And I... it's just... I will agree. Like, you know, I was, we like, and, and I don't have much of a background, but the few like women's wrestling that I've, I've seen, like, you can tell, like, it was all, I don't know. They, they, they really are like allowed to kind of like express themselves in like whatever persona or, or, uh, or storyline that they want to want to portray or anything. And I kind of dug that a lot. So back when I was a kid, the women's division was, was a lot different, a lot yeah. different, and uh, commentators and everything were, you know, talk about it different. Um, you know, Talon was, you know, Talon was there, and didn't always get to shine through uh, for for reasons that, you know, you know, kind of, okay, whatever. But to see see a see a match like that for 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 this group of of of, of female wrestlers it was really cool. And I had a lot of fun watching it, man. Uh, probably one of my favorite things of the night, to be honest with you. If not I, my favorite thing of the night. <clears throat> I will say that I didn't watch SmackDown, but I like we were watching Raw because we were trying to point out where Alex was. And um, and let me tell you, Raw definitely set up kind of like the storylines for the Royal Rumble coming up of just like like who I need to like – Care about. And there, there were a lot of them, obviously, that I that wasn't on Raw at that time. But I was just like, all right, I know Bailey, I know Nia Jax, I know I hate Nia Jax because she killed Bailey in Raw, <laughs> and and Becky Lynch 
seems to be like the what's the the face like a, a face that people kind yeah. of root for and everything. <clears throat> um, and I don't want to skip all the way to to the middle, but like Jade's my new favorite. Like I like she. I, I don't. I don't think you're the only person that feels that way. Dude, well, that's so, like, my first first time seeing her, and I was just like, she just threw Nia Jax off the road. <laughs> I, like, I would like to say that uh, I think you know after uh, this is probably I think maybe the fourth uh, women's Royal Rumble <clears throat> started, and uh, they've all been pretty solid, but this was definitely the best women's Royal Rumble uh, so far, and I think that had a lot to do with people like Jade Cargill who. Mm-hmm. Made her debut on in that match. If you guys don't know, she's been uh she came over from AEW and she's been training months. Uh, so super sick to see her. And then uh, you guys uh, remember Jordan Grace, the super jacked lady that came out wearing red and yellow. Yeah, yeah. dude, she went hard. Dude, she is the uh, TNA Women's Champion. So okay. for her to be in the uh, WWE Royal Rumble is a massive deal. She's a massive unit, let me tell you. She like, is. She, she, TNA, the TNA Knockouts Division, mm-hmm. uh, which is what they call their women's division, is one of the best. Uh, it, it is the best women's division in the world as far as as far as treatment goes. WWE may have more talent, but um, the Knockouts Division has always been considered like the place to go to gain some respect uh, as a woman wrestler. Yeah, and it's I, awesome to see WWE try to have a relationship with TNA in any kind of way. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, she she outshone a lot of people mm-hmm. in that match, and that was awesome. I did like how like <clears throat> her and Naomi. <clears throat> that's the green, the the, the neon green one. Um, <clears throat> they were just like hugging out of respect, and then they just started beating each other. Like so. I don't mean to interject one more time, but just for oh, a little bit of backstory that you guys may not have also. You're um, the Naomi was two weeks ago, Naomi was a uh, TNA knockouts women's champion as well. And she lost it to Jordan Grace. Um, and then I think maybe two nights ago, probably she made the jump to WWE. So this was Naomi's return to WWE in about a year and a half. If, if mm-hmm. I'm uh, right on my dates and Jordan Grace's, mm-hmm debut even though she's not signed with wwe um so that's why they hugged out of respect and mm-hmm. then they started beating each other down because they just got done with two incredible championship matches in the past month on tna wow. so there was a lot yeah, of history there and naomi <clears throat> coming back with all. yeah it was so cool to see naomi come back like when when that hit and she came out like oh my god yeah, okay, we starting off with a bang. Let's go, <laughs> dude. The first five, I mean, like you had, uh, you had Naomi come back, which you know got me out of my seat a little bit, and then uh, Jordan Grace showing up, which is out of nowhere. WWE is historically not friendly with other wrestling companies. Yeah, so um, it was it was just so cool to see right out the gate. Uh, the women's Royal Rumble had so much energy into it. It got me fired up for the whole event. Like, you know, I, I, it's, there were like, like I was more invested in like the men's rumble storyline. So I was, I was more invested in like how it ended, but the women's, I was just like, what's going to happen. And I think it kind of, I don't want to make it put a verdict out just yet, but I, I, it definitely was, um, a huge, like 
about like what I liked most or anything, but I, I think it was definitely like a huge like bang, like a good way to like start out with just like that much action going on. <clears throat> First note is uh, uh, Naomi's booty is like deadly because that's all she did. <laughs> it was the uh, it's it was the side B uh, Peach move from Smash Bros. He just was like, wow. wow. She goes yeah. at the uh, rear view. Oh really? Hell yeah. Awesome. I'll, I'll definitely say kind of just alluding, and this kind of goes to everything else you guys were saying, honestly, but like, it's okay. Obviously they're hot. You know what I'm saying? Like, but let's get mm-hmm. past that. Okay. I think we finally are past that. Like not, yeah. you know, whatever. I'm not saying as a society, I'm just saying like, there's so much depth in the ranks of like the diva girls, whatever they call it now. You know, I don't know if it's actually called something other than women's division, but they've always had the nicknames and stuff. <laughs> But like to me, it seems like it seems like uh, like oh my gosh, like and these girls are working hard. Like they know, they're not just coming out there because they know they look good. I'm sure there's some of them that are, but like they can. They're still like we were talking about it last night. My brother-in-law, and my sister-in-law were here, and we were joking around like Stephanie, like which ones do you think that you could beat? Like each one that comes out, and it's like everyone that comes out, she's just like she's not like the kind of girl that's like I could kick their ass either. She's not that type. But it was just funny her being like, you know, we started joking by the time we got to like the tenth one and stuff like that. You could probably smoke her, you know, like whatever. And then, like, she's just like, these women are killers. Like, they get out there and they they do just as much as any of the dudes do. And it's so impressive. Like, and like I said, I love the fact that there's so much personality. I noticed it last year, for sure. Like, with the color and all the different people that come. It's like, look at these people that have, you know, every Rumble, I feel like, has those characters that's just like, okay, speed up a little bit, getting down the track. Just get back to showing the camera the people beating each other's ass. Man, it's wild how many different ones that I know now too. Like just over the years, like that have been around in the past ten years. Like it's crazy to see that. And you know, I hate that Becky Lynch's nickname is the man because the older she gets, the more she looks like a man. And it's just like I don't know. Good for her. She's probably happy and healthy and good. You know, screw me. I'm just a misogynist pig. But I'm just saying. Like, uh, but I, I love her to death. I was upset when she got knocked out. That that blew my soul away. I actually was really crushed. Uh. I mean, as far as like surprises go, I'm not as tuned in, but I could definitely tell it was a big deal when Naomi got there and Jade. Jade was a specimen that was made in a lab without a shadow. Hey, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I, I, like in the just to put it out there and everything, there was only like like I think three wrestlers in the women's rumble that was like like okay, well like I'm the sex like. Like three of them were like, I'm the sexy wrestler. And then everyone else is like, you know, they had like the standard like wrestle, like, like, you know, top and bottom. And then some of them had like a full one piece. And then like they, it's, it's a decent variety. Like, it's not just like, I mean, they're hot, but like, you know, it's not like, you know, um, like, you know, it's not like that's like their main, their main, like selling. Right. And used to, that was the majority of them. I feel like feel like a majority so, of them were just like i'm hot so here i am well what's so cool about that is is back then you know that's how they were that's how the whole women's division was presented they were just eye candy in between you know the the men wrestling they had bra and panties matches and strip mm-hmm. literally um but like now you can have women like uh, tiffany stratton she was uh one of the final three she had all pink. she was the one yeah. who was yanking on bianca belair's hair mm-hmm. at the end there um, that her gimmick is pretty much like a Barbie gimmick, uh, mm-hmm. but unlike a lot of the women they hired, because back then they used to hire models rather than 
aspiring pro wrestlers. And then they would just say, hey, you want to do this wrestling thing? You, you're a model, so you know, you'll, you'll make this <laughs> money. Um, but now you have women like Tiffany Stratton who can still have that as a gimmick and be an absolute badass in the ring. And she is, she is awesome. Yeah, yeah, dude, um, she's she, she's pretty great. <clears throat> Let's see. <laughs> one one, like I said, I got notes all over, but like, um, there was a one of uh, so what's Oscar and um, Bailey's team? It's the Kabuki Warriors, is that right? Uh, so they have a, a faction of five women. That's okay. called uh, Damage Control. Damage and Oscar. And another Japanese woman named Kairi Sane that was in the Rumble. They mm-hmm. are the Kabuki Warriors as a tag team. I loved her. I thought that homegirl, uh, mm-hmm. obviously, whenever Osaka comes out, that's lit, you know, because she's kind of like, oh boy, the, uh, it sounds really rude. The guy, what's his name? Yakamoto Samatoko? Shinsuke Nakamura. Yes. I had thought that guy, that when the t- two of them come out in the Rumble, it's the only time I ever see them. Like, uh, because I don't ever watch that often. But whenever I see them, I'm like, man, let's go. Like, because the crowd's always lit for them. But I digress. Her homegirl, the one that looks like a character from a, an anime video game, mm-hmm. she's sick. I'm just being she, honest. That's cool. She used to be my favorite. Uh, I mean, she still is one of my favorite women. <laughs> she just recently came back to WWE to join that group. And she, uh, she used to be called the Pirate Princess, and she would have a championship, and she would put her championship in a little treasure chest. When she would come out, she'd put the treasure chest on the ground and, and take out the gold belt like she was getting some uh, pirate treasure. Was she the one that was like? Was she the one that was uh, hanging for dear life, like all, off the edge and everything? Yeah, that was her. I don't yeah. know how she did that. <laughs> I I have it written right here of just like Oscar tried Oscar out because Oscar was trying to save her, and then Oscar got thrown out at the same time. <laughs> Uh, well, what's man. funny is, I, and I don't mean to criticize uh, my favorite match of the night, but what's funny is that Oscar rolled under the bottom rope and just kind of helped Kyrie back up because mm-hmm. that is within the rules of the match. Yeah, some of them. Whereas, as you go over the top, you can yeah. get back in. Yeah, some of them got thrown through the middle and was able to like get back in the ring and everything. At yeah. least in the the men's, it happened a couple of times. <clears throat> I yeah, she had to be up there for like twenty seconds. I don't know how she had the strength to. Hold all of her body off. Yeah. Of the well, I was I was pissed off because like all of that for nothing, like uh, for her. Yeah, I know. You know. I was like, dang, she put forth all that effort only to get pushed out like right then. I was like, nah, whatever. Yeah, if she I mean, pulled that off, man. That'd probably been one of the greatest saves I've seen in a rumble. Absolutely. Right? It because she, because she held it for so long. I was like, oh my gosh, like how, that hurts. Like that hurts me just thinking about the way I mean, she just held it back. I wonder if even since she did just fall down and get eliminated, if that was even supposed to happen. Like, I, I wonder if she just caught herself and decided to hang there because she realized how she caught herself. I, I, wonder so how that, I wonder how that's done because I know it's like, it's pretty much, they know who's booked to win. But they, yeah. but as from my understanding, it's like, like, they know they know who starts, then they know who enters, and they know who's booked to win. But everything between all that is like up in the air as far as how it goes. Well, um, it all depends on. Oh, the that's company. what. It, yeah, it, 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 it all depends on the company, the wrestlers, yeah. what they want to do, uh, what the create the creative team has planned for storylines and stuff like that. So, like something like a rumble, as far as I've heard, is uh, a little bit different most of the time. But usually, you have a couple of wrestlers that are a through line in the match mm-hmm. that kind of keeps everybody's stuff together. Um, so like people who come in early and stay most of the match, uh, like your Bailey or 
last year it was Cody Rhodes. But um, so it, I, I think it depends on the wrestler. You know, someone like uh, I don't want to skip to the men's rumble, but someone like Braun Breaker. I guess I'll, I'll explain a little bit more of that later. But someone like Braun Breaker had a whole thing planned. Like everything he was supposed to do was already predetermined um, for a certain reason. But everything he was supposed to do was already predetermined. So for someone like him, he knew who he was supposed to eliminate uh, and who was supposed to eliminate him. Mm -hmm. So I'm pretty sure most wrestlers have an idea of that, especially the the guys who get those big moments like your uh, Jordan Graces and your Jade Cargills and the ones that are important. Because you you got to get, you know, if you're trying to put somebody in a higher place, if they get, you know, six eliminations, that makes them look stronger. But if, if it's all on the fly and they get one elimination, you're not quite building them as much as the creative team might want to. Yeah. So I think the rumble is pretty much pretty tightly planned. Okay. It just, it seemed like it was just like, okay, like, it didn't seem like there was like a timestamp. And they, and they obviously they've done this forever, so they're really good at like, yeah hiding concealing a lot of that but it did, did just seem like it's like they know who's they got to take out and they know who's going to win so and everything else is just like let's see how we can make this interesting and yeah and yeah like, you know as far as moves and stuff go yeah. for the most part it's usually where the wrestlers improvise but again it depends wb's a little more uh, not as free about that stuff sometimes gotcha cam, cam was there anything about the women's rumble that stood out to you Man, uh, like I said, I, I was I was really excited about Jade Cargill uh, showing up. I've kind of been waiting on her uh, to pop up since she had, uh, we we heard that she had she had made the jump. What was that? Two months ago, something like that. Yeah, it was it was a while. Yeah. So like ever since then, man, I've been waiting for her to show up. So when she showed up, man, it it got a big pop in my uh, in my townhouse. I can tell you, brother. Really yeah. Uh, and then I don't know, man. I I thought that I thought that it ended. The way that it should have, I was I was glad to see Bailey get that. Um, really excited to see where that storyline will go. Right there, uh, is she gonna challenge EO, man? Is she gonna challenge Rhea? You know, I wish she would challenge EO um, and and kind of go face again. I understand that she's a great heel. She was a great face. I just want to see her make the turn again, and I think it could be really interesting. So, didn't she get? I and like you said, my wrestling knowledge is very it's like sparse it's all I know a few facts and then it's all spread out. So I don't know like what connections or what reasons, but didn't she get like fired or something and then now she's came back? Uh Bailey, I mean. Is it, or is that No. No? No, Bailey okay. never got fired. <clears throat> There's someone I'm thinking who got fired and she came back, but I might be I might be thinking of someone else. But that it's that was probably like, a, There's probably a few that, that happened to for sure. Yeah, Naomi walked out. Yeah, yeah, and came back last night. Yeah, Naomi yeah, was like the longest running. Like she, she lasted the longest out of. Like she was there for a good while before she got eliminated. I found out who she was on Total Divas. Yeah, yeah. That's That's an old show, show, man. <laughs> I used to start. I used to watch it because John Cena was on it sometimes. And yeah, I, sta- I, stayed, Brian was too. I stayed for Natalia. <laughs> hey, hey, dude, her Natalia husband started it off. Hey, Natalia her came out and did her thing last night. Yeah, she did. She's she's always like one of the most underappreciated women. She's from the you know divas era too. Yeah, um, she was always one that stood out during that era. But uh, she's like a workhorse there that doesn't really quite, I'd say, get what she deserves sometimes. 
instead of a company a company man, she's a company woman. Sure. Yeah. Um, I, it sounds worse for some reason when I say that. I just didn't know what you were implying. I don't know. <laughs> well, it's just she's always there. She's like the cowboy Cerrone oh, of. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Is there anything that happened in the Rumble, in the women's Rumble, uh, besides, uh, uh, you know, returns uh, and surprise entry, you know, that, that, you know, you weren't, happened that y'all weren't expecting to happen? Uh, One, I didn't, the biggest thing was just like as soon as Nia Jax showed up and I already like, like I was already like for booing against Nia Jax, which is probably like, that's, that's what she was trying to do. But she just showed up started eliminating people. I think she eliminated the most people. Um, she was definitely up there. And I was just like, someone needs to take Nia Jax out because if she is allowed to do this, she's going to win the Rumble. And I would not be a fan of that. Um, I want I want Jade to win. And Jade was the one who just like threw her off and everything. I was just like, Jade's now my favorite because Jade just did what had to be done. She looked, looked at Nia Jax and was just like, you're out. Get out of here. Um, Another thing was the death stare that Becky Lynch had against Nia. That's what I, whenever she entered, she was like, was like looked at Nia and did like a, like a beeline towards her. That was crazy. And blood. Oh and, man. Uh, shout shout out think, to the, the, the other like bigger lady, uh, the, the Viking lady. I don't know who she was, but she seems so cool. Her homegirl got her ass beat the entire time. Dude, <laughs> I was going to say so a couple of my favorite things was, uh, first, uh, Jordan, I'll go through them quickly. I'm not going to harp on too long. Yeah. Jordan Grace, uh, when she came in, and I don't know if you guys seen the other woman or will remember her, uh, Ivy Nile, she was like the only other absolutely yeah. ripped and jacked one. Yeah. Dude, I wanted to see those two was she the, beat each other to death. Was she the shorter of the jack? Yeah, yeah, she was a little bit okay. short. She kind of had like uh, she was that raw. some braided hair or some pushback hair. Short she was hair. at Raw last week, right? She took out Val. Yeah, she was. Okay. Yeah, yep. she, uh, those two I wanted to see clash, and I want to see them have a match in the future. Hopefully, I don't know how WWE is planning this relationship. I know, um, I know that the shorter wrestler. Oh, go ahead, continue. Sorry, finish your good. I also loved Becky's reaction when Jade threw uh, Nia Jax out of the ring. She was kind of like shocked, and she was loving it, I thought that was a cool touch. She was loving it though. She was just like, I'm because she's she was a. Uh, definitely projecting that like this is funny that the newbie just threw you out the fucking ring yeah like and dude, then um uh, she was able to have a small victory out of that that like that nia Jax is just out at least that's what it looked like she was chelsea they did a good and job the other woman was uh she used to be called dewdrop um for some reason i cannot remember her name right now which piper, niven. Is, uh, piper niven thank you so much she uh she's that Viking woman. She looked like a Viking woman, but she was actually uh she actually doesn't have a Viking gimmick. I don't know why she came out with like a Viking get up because it's kind of funny because uh there is an actual Viking team. But I thought her thing with Chelsea Green getting demolished by accident the whole time was hilarious. <laughs> I like how uh, they uh Chelsea Green was falling out of the ring, you know, and caught a uh, hypernema and caught her. Yeah, like she was gonna drop her. Yeah, dude, like, that was so funny. <laughs> I'll take you back to the ring. <laughs> um, I got. I'm gonna. I'm not gonna stay too long on the women's rumble or too much longer unless we have more to talk about. But I do want to just like bring up the, uh, not 
Chelsea Green. It's the one of the NXT girls. I think she's also called Chelsea. Um, but she was just getting beat up. Like, I, like she kept getting like getting hit by like friendly fire and everything. I forgot her. I I only have her written down as Chelsea because, like I said, I was just writing frantically as that was probably Chelsea Green. Was she like in in a pink get up? Like a yeah, like it's kind of a little yeah. bit of rainbowy kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. I, I yeah. wrote down here, and if you're if you don't know anything about Street Fighter, then you're not going to get it. But like, she's she's just being like the Dan Hibiki of like this whole this whole area um, of just being like the comic the comical. I'm going to take all the hits and everything. Um, Valhalla is is Valhalla's elimination was hilarious just because it was like interrupted with. Um, What's that dude's name? He, he, our truth. Our truth. Yeah, because of our oh truth. Oh my gosh, our truth, man. <laughs> I thought that was that dude's a freaking chaos agent, and um, he was in like the. It was a great shot of like our truth and like the um, security of refs like walking him out and Valhalla just being like a rabid Tasmanian devil. Yeah. <laughs> Like being held back because she got eliminated because of our truth. I thought that was hilarious. I think um, they said that Valhalla was now tied for like the shortest like women's entry awesome. in a rumble ever. You know, with che- probably with Chelsea Green because they they mentioned that Chelsea Green had that stat as well of like shortest. Chelsea Green did kind of a similar thing last year. Uh, yeah, without an R truth. <laughs> I don't. I don't really think we can harp on it enough how much of a star Jay Cargill looks, though, honestly. She's still, like you said, she, <laughs> they did such a good up, job. Of she showed up late Jeez. and, like, like, and she stole the rest of the show. I was like, she's going to fucking win, yeah. clearly, because she's, like, just ready to go. And, but I, I, and I hate that she lost, but Bailey just was the strategist. She was, she just was able to, like, back away when needed and have them like eliminate each other. I was like, Bailey definitely deserved that. I wasn't banking on her winning, but I was just like, that's like, she did what she had to do or at least, or at least they, they played it in a way to where it was like, she did what she had to do to, to win like smartly and everything. So I kind of, I was like, this is a good ending. I kind of dig it. I don't know anything. My whole lore of the women's wrestling is this Royal Rumble, essentially. <laughs> so that's so all yeah, the storylines, all the storylines for me are now established by what I saw at Royal Rumble. So, Shane, I, I'm going, curious to hear about uh, who you're most invested in uh, outside of like Jay Cargill, since this is probably the second Rumble you've seen for the women and probably the most exposure to the women's roster. I've definitely, I've definitely feel like I've seen more, but it definitely the two, the past two have been more cap, the most captivating, and I've watched them both in a row. I've definitely kept up with wrestling more in the past year, thanks to you guys, than I have in the past, uh, you know, like ten years prior. So, uh, I mean, I don't know, like I obviously Jade, I was really, I did, I have a thing later on about our truth, just about it being twenty twenty four, and we've got the Miz and our truth in the ring together, and it's crazy. But uh, no, like I, I don't really care for uh, Nia Jax. Like I, she just, I don't like how I don't know. I also have heard, according to my brother in law, she's apparently like really reckless too with a lot of the people. So it's like that's not a good look either. Uh, I was I was like with Raw, like she straight up like just 
sat her whole weight on Becky's head. And I was like, Becky's not Becky, Bailey, Bailey's head. And like, I was like, Bailey's dead a hundred percent. And, I, and she, um, she has a history of injuring a lot of women on the roster. She gave Kyrie saying a, uh, a concussion, like, I don't know, maybe three years ago. I don't know what time is because of the pandemic, but I think it was like right before the pandemic or, or right after uh, she gave Kyrie a concussion by throwing her into the stairs. She, you know, busted up Becky Lynch's nose, broke Becky Lynch's nose by accident. She, you could see it in the ring when she's in the ring with most people. She's, uh, she's just not. She still looks green after doing this for eight years, and it's pretty dangerous to some women, or That's at least like, it can be. I'm always worried. It is it so cool when all the uh, when everybody got together and was just like, yeah, fuck this, and threw yeah, her yeah. ass. <laughs> it's kind of like they did, uh, everybody did uh, almost a couple years ago in the men's yeah. room. Yeah, they did that a couple yeah. times. They did that a couple times with they they couldn't do it as successfully with Naya, but they tried that a few times with Piper and I was just like, they really are just ganging up on the fat on the fat one. Yeah. <laughs> like that's so mean. <laughs> because she because Piper and Naya were both kind of like dominating the show, which it was like, okay, it makes yeah. sense. They were like the biggest threats. But it was and also the as the biggest people harder to get over the ropes. So you're, it logically does make sense. Yeah. <clears throat> like it that's was just I was just like, I want. I was just like, it'd be cool if Piper, like I said, I was, I was like investing into everything until Jade showed up, and then it was all Jade everywhere. <laughs> but, but I was just like, Piper, dang, dude, she might win. So, yeah, um, I was impressed. I, I did like the way that they had all these different characters. Kind of how you are talking about the girls, you know, the strong girls and the different characters. That's like, oh, they're tag team, and of course, it makes sense. Like these different people that are coming in and doing things with the other girls that they rock with, and the way that they do it the timing like you hop in here you get off here you hop in here i love that that's genius and when you're paying attention to it that goes back to the main thing one of the main notes that i had it's like they're hot obviously but there's so much more going on beyond that and it's exciting to finally see the representation for women because of the fact it wasn't on the one thing you can say about wrestling and you can't say this about everything but you can say it about some things one thing you can say about wrestling is they stuck with it and this is not a hand me out or hand, you know mm-hmm. a handout excuse me like right. they, those women are out there actually working for that shit and there's absolutely room in that industry for that and it's very comfortable it's not forced Amen. and you know even the people you know the the fan base of the of wrestling obviously it's much broader than it was 15 20 years ago but that's because their stuff has <laughs> been done right overall from the outside looking in obviously they clearly have things behind the scenes going haywire but as far as like a brand they have successfully branched out and i think that they have done it in a very very likable way to a very broad audience well and and like i said it's like they and this was the thing with the men's compared to the women's is that the men's was like you kind of had to know the storyline but with the women's they kind of made the storyline in the rumble they're like i was just like oh Asuka and Bailey, I don't know anything about them, but like, okay, it seems like they're teammates. That's cool. And Asuka's kind of the crazy one, and Bailey's just like, what are you doing? And everything. And yeah, they they paint they paint such a broad picture without yeah. cutting without cutting promos. Mm-hmm. Like it's like they're not like you see what's going on in the ring and the announcers. I mean, they they deserve some credit too because I mean they're having to cook for you know what is it like an yeah. hour straight? Just it's constantly. usually over an hour. Yeah, like I said, it's it's great that Pat McAfee. Yeah. he was just like Corey Graves, Michael Cole, and Pat McAfee. That's a that's a nice little trio right there to me. Uh, yeah. I think I think they do a good job anytime them three are together. Of course, I'm 
I'm a Pat, I'm a I'm a Pat fan from from football, you know. So like, he's and good to his show and everything. So to 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 get him in there is is fun uh, for me. Uh, yeah, but, it's something something that's not quite the same, and he's nowhere near on the level of uh, Pat. But I used to listen to a lot of Hot ninety seven uh, interviews with Peter Rosenberg. Like he used yeah. to, he used to, I mean, he still does. I think I don't know if he still works there or not. He might be full time at WWE, but he uh, he was doing both for a while. But he used to do like a lot of people that I've listened to over the past fifteen years. He's interviewed them. So before I got into podcasting, I listened to a lot of interviews. So Peter Rosenberg, he does stuff with the WWE. I don't know exactly what, but he commentary. He does, like, all the and stuff. Yeah. And it's funny to me to see him in that element, which he's been doing it for a few years now, but it's still funny because I'm like, man, I'm used to seeing you be in awkward tension with Ebro and arguing about, you know, Charlemagne the God and, you know, rappers and shit. But now you're uh, sitting across from Booker T. Yeah. I mean, uh, you know. <laughs> so I do have one question, and it's about like, there. it seemed like there was something between Jade and Bianca. They kind of were staring each other down that one point. Um, Alex, do you know anything about that, or is that just like? Yeah, uh, that is just a dream match right there. That's all that was. That was. Yeah, that's what I was. They were looking at each other, and I was yeah. just like, and they were like kind of standing similarly. So I was just like, and they're yeah. of similar stature. And I was they are. Like, they're both just really jacked black women who uh, I think everyone's really excited for them uh, to be able to main event shows and just put on, yeah. you know, excellent matches together. And again, another thing about the progress of women's wrestling and wrestling in general. Um, that was one of the things I tweeted during the show last night is when they were doing that in the, the ring gym, I was like, man, I was like, we need that damn Bianca absolutely. Jade program. I, like, I, I wrote oxygen and like feed yeah. the people, you know? Like, I, I wrote down mirror match with Jade and Bianca win. I was like, when, when is this going to, cause I'm ready. For I'm it. thinking, you know, I'm thinking uh, WrestleMania would be a great time to have them wrestle. Uh, Jade Cargill is, you know, in AEW when she wrestled last, which was a few months ago now, she was still pretty green. Like she needed somebody that was really good in there with her in order to have a solid and non-clunky kind of match. And I think whether she's gotten better or not, which it looks like she has definitely gotten a lot cleaner and smoother and more comfortable, uh, having her in the ring with Bianca would be the best choice for putting her on the Mania card. For sure, and and what a dream match too! That would be so awesome. Did she looked like uh, I don't know? I could be wrong. She looked like she was still jacked. Like, don't get me wrong. She looked like she kind of like trimmed down a little bit. You know what I mean? Like, I don't yeah, know. She may have. Um, still jacked though. Uh, I think her getup definitely uh, complimented a lot. Like, without like without like revealing too much more than like you know what a wrestling getup would. And the, also, the wigs that she wears and the, mm-hmm. the gear that she wears that matches, she just absolutely looks like they already need to start putting her on the covers of video games. She dude. already is, she is an absolute star. They they cannot let her go. And yeah. what was that? What was that saying? Double. She is a a double fist of action pack entertainment. Oh yeah. I have absolutely no doubt in my mind that she is going to be a long-lasting member of the roster. I am saying that because I don't really know what else to say, but yes, absolutely. I I like Jade. She walked in stunning. I think it was our Tony Khan. Never heard her. 
never heard of her in my life yeah. unless it's like some random third person information from y'all that I don't remember. Hey, but yo, I'll, she, I'll, uh, I'll never forget her. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah no WWE slapped the bag down, huh? Like, like WWE was like, "Hey, here's the bag." Huh? Yeah, yeah, like otherwise, if you're AEW, like, how the fuck do you let her walk, dude? Like, that's that's Absolutely. your that's your girl. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, homegrown, and you let her walk, and you had to get outbid, right? Like, that's the case. I get. I mean, you know, to be totally fair, too. Obviously, it is ultimately the wrestler's choice, and I think even if, uh, yeah. of course, WWE probably outbid her, outbid uh, AEW. But also, if she wants to train to get better, WWE has the biggest facility in the world to train wrestlers, and probably the most experienced coaches you could have in that facility, like Shawn Michaels, you know, Triple H, CM Punk goes there every now and then. You get trained by anybody and everybody that works in that company over there. So. If she wants to get better, that's the place to be. Dude, no disrespect to AEW at all. But, like, I feel like everybody, when we were kids, it was like, I want to be in the WWE. You know what I mean? So, yeah, of like, course, yeah. That's the goal. You know what I mean? Like, I feel like. It's I, the biggest stage like, with the most history. It's Yeah, yeah it, it, it's the same with like, um, with, like, other sports and everything. It's just, like, WWE is still the, t- the top level. And and it's and it's sports entertainment, so it's it's different, but it's still kind of like, like if you want to get your name out there, you still need to like work your way to WWE. And she might go back to AEW, like you know, once she's like gotten her name everywhere. Because like I said, as soon as I saw Jade, I was just like, I'm 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 here for Jade, hundred yeah. percent. So I want to yeah. say before we uh before we move on from the women's room, just a fun fact about Jade: she uh teamed with Shaquille O'Neal. To wrestle Cody Rhodes and Cody Rhodes' wife Brandy Rhodes in early AEW in a table match. Yeah. I need to watch that fight, dude. Shaq's the Shaq. Shaq's always been yeah. involved in wrestling. Or, yeah. I wonder if she trained him. Yeah. <laughs> if Jay trained him, Jay didn't have any training at the time enough to do nothing yeah. like that. I'm sure Cody probably did. Yeah. Fair <laughs> enough. Uh well yeah so I mean unless you guys have something else you want to say about the women's rumble, uh, uh well I'll say one more thing the ending shot after Bailey won that match of I think it was Bianca Liv Morgan uh Tiffany Stratton just thing the barricade was just a fantastic shot all of them just defeated there was they were on point with the cinematography tonight and I'm sure I, you guys may not know that. About a week ago, I think, uh, WWE released longtime uh, Vince McMahon loving Kevin Dunn, who was the director of cinematography in WWE, and he was responsible for a lot of longtime hated crash zooms and ugly cuts and really bad editing. So the fact that he's gone now, it looks like they are using going through that door that he left open to uh, do some awesome cinematography. Hey, any any any, re- any specific reason why he left? Yeah, uh, this was so. This is before everything came. Out. I guess this was a few weeks ago. He left because apparently he, <laughs> he didn't get enough respect because he's a Vince guy. So I wonder why that was. Yeah, because he's probably been pooping and peeing on people. Yeah, Vince McMahon. Hey, be- better to quit than get fired. Yeah, better. Yeah. So. Uh, better, better, better to quit before you get subpoenaed. Yeah, that's that's probably more like it. Before, before, 
when you get fired, people ask more questions of like, yeah. what happened? Why is that happening? Oh, trust me, they're going to be asking him some questions. Yeah, I mean, now, well, yeah. I figured if you can't beat him, join him. Yeah, <laughs> he's trying to. He was trying to remove himself, but it was it was too late. Well, he's like, look, you're either the shit or you're the toilet paper. <laughs> And I'm not trying to be the toilet paper. <laughs> that analogy. Uh, <laughs> so moving forward, um, the next fight was the fatal, fatal four way. Yes, I and mean, I didn't know there were matches between the women and the men. So I thought this yeah. was the men's rumble, and I was just like, "What the fuck's Roman doing here?" You, but, you guys, you guys get started on the fatal four way. I'll be right back. Yeah, man. Uh, I. I was turned about it. Uh, it went exactly how you figured it was going to go, though. Almost down to the T. To the uh, the no. solo interference and everything. You know, you had it coming. Uh, but, I mean, there were some great spots in it, man. Um, it definitely – it was for the plot, no doubt. It was for setting up, like, what's what was what was going to happen in the men's rumble. What's great uh, for you, Jim, is that this is probably the first Roman Reigns match you've seen. But he, so he's been champion for about almost four years now. I want to say I I and, seen uh, him I seen him before he was champion or he yeah, was. No, champion. I mean I mean yeah. recently. Um, yeah, this has been happening. This exact match layout, as Cam said, for about uh you know a year and a half, and I'm being really generous with that number of specifically Solo Sokoa interfering right before the end, costing the you know baby face the the win. And then Roman gets the pin and keeps the title. So it, it's nothing new, unfortunately, as a finish for everyone who's been keeping up with the product. And uh, that was really disappointing to see. I didn't think anyone would beat Roman, but I was kind of hoping it was close. They did would have happened. They did a good job as far as just being like, is this going to happen? Is it going to be disrupted in such a way to where Roman <laughs> loses his championship during the middle of a Royal Rumble? Um, yeah. But it just—it was it, a really I mean, solid match. Yeah, but it, and, but it was always in the back of my head. I was just like, "This isn't what they're trying to do," and what they're trying they, to do is is do what was <laughs> happening in the Rumble, which was you know Cody Rhodes pointing pointing up. But we'll we'll get to that later. We'll get to that later. I have yeah. notes for that. Um, uh, I didn't know RKO was um was still wrestling. I because he is yeah hell he yeah he is up there and um, that dude. Good on him. He's one thing, man, that that stood out the most to me in the whole match is that Randy Orton, what, 22 years later, 23 years later, whatever it is, still has his fucking fastball, man. Like, that whole bit where where he he may have been actually hurt with his shoulder, you know what I mean? But, like, he was like, "Uh, work it. And he argued with everybody too, man, in that match. That was awesome. Um, uh, what was that guy's name? Sequoia? What's um? Solo Sequoia was the one who interfered. Yeah, when he interfered and he was like getting getting fought and everything, I have this written down where he he just about killed a woman because the the, the, the because the yeah, woman, the, yeah. The it, it was so intense. I was like, she almost got killed. She almost she got did, yeah. That was the announcer. That was the announcer lady who is like not gonna lie. I knew her voice before she like showed her face. I was like, "Oh shit, it's the announcer lady." She's awesome. Dude. Yeah, there was yeah, there was a outcry over that on Twitter. They were like, "Uh, can we please protect Samantha Irving? Please get her out of the way." Yeah, why is yeah. she that close to the? To my the... Whole, 
my whole my whole living room was impressed by that lady's voice. By the way, the way that she introduced everybody, she's great. I was, I was, that's cool, she's man. I've never heard I've never heard a woman go that hard like that before either. So that man, was kind of tight. The way she says uh, Chelsea Green's name is really fun. Uh, I'd be a fool to try to emulate it right now, but um, come on, man! When, when the to, soundboard needs more material. <laughs> no, thank you. I'm not gonna peek our speakers. Swallowed um, up. When uh, when we went to Raw and she she did introduce Chelsea Green, we had like a little, we got to see a little behind the scenes kind of match, uh, a dark match, and uh, to hear her say that in person. It's it sounds so silly just to be excited for her to say a wrestler's name, but it's just so energetic and fun, and she's so good at her job. I think this was Pat McAfee, but my favorite my favorite quote from the announcers was just like, "From it was from this match, it was um, athleticism observed." I was like, "Hell yeah, <laughs> hell yeah, this is what I want." One of my favorite quotes of the night is, uh, "I love big meaty men slapping me." <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> so yeah, that's a Big E Langston quote uh, of uh, the New Day. He used to say that about any big guy matches or that he would usually be involved in. Um, a lot of our, a lot of RKO's. I would have been disappointed if he didn't do any, and well, I was I was happy about that. But other than that, like I said, it seemed like it was a pretty standard um, match, and I already knew based on the record. I didn't even have to like watch previous ones to know that Roman Reigns was going to win because it was. They're just setting up the plot. They're setting up the plot to let newbies know that Roman Reigns just defended four people. He deserves the championship. He's going to hold on to that championship. Get ready for WrestleMania, though, because other people are coming after it. That it was. It I was, think it was a plot match. Is what it, I what think. It, it's. I think. It, I think it is very, very fair to say that. I mean, I don't know. Okay, I know that you guys really rock with LA Knight and you guys rock with who y'all rock with, but like we yeah. know that those three yeah. guys, none of those three guys are gonna be the ones to dethrone. We didn't honestly, I didn't want them to be. I didn't want yeah. one of them to win. Uh like be, I like said it I, wouldn't be it wouldn't be a good setup for WrestleMania to just have some rando be the uh and I know that see, and I that's what I'm saying. I ain't trying to throw no dirt on none of their names because I know people rock with AJ Styles aside aside from the fact that he looks goofy as hell. Uh, I think that obviously a lot of people, Randy Orton is that guy, but Randy Orton's not that guy. You know what I'm saying? Bring back John Cena and him, and you know, it's like Connor and Nate. Like we'll take it. Just give us that again, and we'll be satisfied. I mean, not you guys. I'm sure I'm a normie. Uh, I'm not even a normie. I'm a dirty, casual pay-per-view watcher uh, that listens to his friends at work at the, by the water cooler talk about wrestling. But hey, me, me and you both. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I, I mud gutter casual. Yeah, I I have a scenario where like when it's when Roman Reigns started his reign, I hated him. When he halfway through, I'm like, hey, this is kind of hard because he's that guy, and now I hate him again. Uh, but not in the same way that I hated Brock Lesnar. I hated Brock Lesnar until he got a ponytail. But uh, but no, <laughs> I I mean I didn't want Roman to lose it. I'm glad that he retained it, if you will. But it's also just like the way that he retained it was so scummy. I'm like, see, this is what people hate. This is why I hate that that in that moment. I hated him like I hated Brock Lesnar. Is I did, a, dude. Is he a face or is he he's he he's the heel. If he's the heel, the tell, telltale sign is if someone helps you cheat. Someone yeah. you know helps you beat up but the guys. They, they yeah, but for me, it was just like, oh, there's no disqualification. So, of course, someone's yeah. going to pull some, pull some BS like that. But, uh, 
It'd be yeah, different if Roman did that during a regular match and they let it go. Like, you know, he, he does. He has. He, yeah, he's he done it does. in all he, of them. I think that's a good... has a history of booking their bad guy champions as a uh, weak in the sense of they always need help. It's yeah. always a problem WWE's can uh, criticized for where they can't have a, a world champion that's a bad guy win clean, mm-hmm. which is why uh, Gunther is such a fr- uh, breath of fresh air when it comes to that kind of stuff. He does not need help beating anybody ever. And that's awesome. I wish they would treat Roman like that. Yeah, yeah it, Gunther shows up, kicks ass, and yeah. takes home gold. I will say that, like, because and like you said, because there's no disqualifications, it didn't make me nearly as mad as like the next one. Is this what I'll say? Which is the? Uh, is there anything else? Sorry, I didn't want to. No, it's no, all good. The only the only thing I got left for it is. Uh, People wanted to say at the beginning that LA Knight would be a flash in the pan, and it, hey, it may still be too early to tell. But as far as I can tell, uh, lately that man is still over as hell. Uh, he last sure night, when they announced his name with all them standing in the ring, and they, they said LA Knight, and that whole crowd went, Yeah. They did a well, yeah, I don't think that's going away anytime soon. Hell no. Yo, he's the new Randy Savage. Yeah, he's the new Randy Savage. He's a uh... yeah, Slim Jimmy is. <laughs> yeah, I thought that was cool. Like I, I thought to myself immediately afterwards, like, are they showing that in that you know in that to stadium? Be honest, to be honest, I'm so I know like that was like specifically like like Savage's thing, but I was just like, it'd be cool if like other wrestlers just advertised Slim Jim all the time just for no reason. I think that'd be kind of fun. yeah. Really nice that guy now. He, he's Slim Jim almost didn't, uh, didn't, you know, be the you know sponsors for the Rumble when all this stuff came out. You know, uh, this week they almost pulled out, and I think at the last minute WWE saved it when uh, Vince McMahon uh, resigned Friday. Yeah, Slim Jim publicly said they were pulling out of WWE advertising until they felt like uh, their, I guess, morals were met as a company. Um, and then Vince left TKO, and they, I guess, got him back, and they really <laughs> wanted to show that they got him back on a Royal Rumble. <laughs> Dude, that was crazy. Whole, yeah. All the LEDs and the entire ring was covered in Slim Jim ads during that four-way match. Well, do y'all remember last year they did that one match that was like mm-hmm. it was like glow in the dark or something like that? Rest in peace to Bray Wyatt. I think he had something to do with yeah. that, didn't he? Uncle Howdy. Mountain Dew. Uh, <laughs> Uh, what was it? Mountain Dew, some dark match. <laughs> yeah, it was like cheese. It was like whack as hell, but uh, yeah. it was whatever. That extreme rules. Yeah, and, uh, and so that's kind of what that reminds me of. Like they do some kind of weird thing where they're like, "Hey, come on, pay for you know all of the backstage water or something," and you know we got you. Or pay Jay Cargill's uh, bill, and uh, we'll <laughs> give you a whole match. We'll have you, you. We'll have we'll have you guys um, like. Throw slim, throw a box of slim gems at somebody. <laughs> Make that be the final blow against someone. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I mean, th- I thought it was cool. It's whatever. It ended the way we all thought it would. No big deal. But it was a fun match. It was entertaining enough. Yeah, it, it, it was. It was solid. Yeah, like I said, it was. It was. Um, I was invested. I was invested to be like, I know who's going to win, obviously, but. How is this going to handle? And like, maybe somebody is just going to be 
like that guy who's just going to break a fame and just just be like, no, I'm pinning him now. Yeah, <laughs> I'm not. That I'm guy, not... That's happened before in in smaller um, like matches and companies, and those guys never wrestle again in any company. So yeah, <laughs> that's fair. Uh, uh, you know, I, I'm to be honest. Like I watched the uh, Logan Paul thing and the Kevin Owens thing. I like Logan Paul as a wrestler. He's entertaining to me. I do not like Kevin Owens and not because of last oh, night. No. I just, I just historically don't like him. I don't I care don't about him and Sami Zayn coming up through the ranks. I don't care about his pals. I think that he looks like he just, I think he, he is like knockoff brand. Like somebody tried to make their own John Cena. Like I don't want to see this dude in his gym shorts. I don't want to see him come out there in his cut off shirt. Like and I yeah, say I didn't, like his, I didn't like his get up because he was he's, just like, he, he's every he's a everybody's man, like a, the normal man's man. Like, dude, quit. He eats Doritos consistently and comes out there and says, All right. Um, okay, well, whole, so, um <laughs> so I know I know nothing about Kevin Owens and I just like saw him walk up. And to be honest, it, like the storyline was set, so I was just like, but I already know. I was I was just like one. My opinion is just like Logan Paul is a better wrestler than, or Logan Paul is a better fit for wrestling than like, or, or at least Paul Brothers in general. It's like I <laughs> am here for Logan Paul being a wrestler than I am Jake Paul being a boxer. Yeah, I walk in like this yeah, and yeah. I'll be, I hate, I'm, I'm like I'm I'm here to see Logan. <laughs> you know, like I'm here to see Logan. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but. Now, uh, it was, I, think, um, I think Kevin Owens is cool, dude. Uh, and and I, I, I like Logan Paul, you know. Uh, but I gotta be honest, uh, it was probably the match of the night that I was least invested in. Yeah, same. Um, I knew I knew nothing uh, about them, so I was just like, I know Logan, so let's see how this goes. I knew the storyline and everything, you know. Um, like I said, I like both of them. I was just, I don't know, something something about it just didn't click for me, you know. I think yeah. for me, you know, I, I like, I, well, I won't speak on Kevin Owens because I also, I think it's very fair and interesting for me to hear you guys' opinion on Kevin Owens who haven't been that exposed to him because I, I see him in Ring of Honor having a ladder death matches with Sami Zayn where they were absolutely killing themselves. And uh, so I can, I think I probably have a better round of what like, his character is. And I, I guess that may be a flaw in WWE's presentation of him. To show that he's, you know, in history, he's been this guy who's like a, uh, like a rabid dog in a sense, yeah, uh, a little less energetic, but just kind of very scrappy, uh, a fighter, more of a, like a striker, and and you know some some crazy moves. Um, I think they had a really solid match. I think a big problem with it is that no one thought Logan Paul was losing that title. You know, one pay per view before WrestleMania. They were so, they were setting up the story and they're they're that like uh Kevin Owens is like you don't know nothing about wrestling, you just showed up here and all that, and like he shows up with a freaking KO made out of masking tape and a cutoff shirt, and Logan Paul's here in get up and like in like doing like playing the crowd and everything, and I'm just like, Well, I mean it seems like Logan Paul knows knows what he's doing. As far as yeah, well, the, the story with that I think is is you know Kevin Owens has been wrestling for about probably 20, 20 years at this point, maybe twenty, you know, two twenty three, yeah. and Logan Paul just started a year and a half ago, 
So, uh, and I think he's only had what maybe five matches, six yeah. matches at most. And people um, want to, and people want to hate Logan, which is probably like he knows that and is playing into it, which is why like yeah. it ended with the with the knuckles and everything. And that's why I was just like, this makes more sense to be mad at it than like say, it makes more sense to be mad at this match than say, um, the uh, previous one where uh, Roman Reigns gets help. Because like you know, it's like well, I mean, he's using knuckles, and it's a it's a match that you can get disqualified in. So it's like okay, that makes sense. It was stolen. Yeah, I, hate, I hate I hate when it ends with a freaking um, with a freaking with a ref getting in the way. Because it's like I know a hundred percent that this is constructed. Did not need to be constructed that way. That's For Roman Reigns. Uh, it's, it's, it's more lazy. redundancy. Yeah. that people are upset with uh, with how often that happens. Mm-hmm. Um, but I also didn't really like the finish of Logan Paul and Kevin Owens. I thought the cinematography, once again, was excellent. The way that they, they zoomed in on those brass knuckles in Kevin Owens' yeah. hand while he was pinning him. And you could see the ref's line of sight from his eyes to those brass knuckles in one shot. It lets you know right impressive. away. Like it, um, it lets you know right away that it's a, uh, that it was, um, that like that's why he's disqualified because if it, if yeah. they were if they were if they had just the wrong angle if they had any other angle it would have been just like what do you mean <laughs> what do you I, I'm sure yeah, there's, someone, sometimes, there's someone in the nosebleed section being like what the hell happened with freaking yeah <laughs> he had him <laughs> my problem so. with the ending is uh, that the rest just get to pick and choose when they get to be smart you know what I mean. Like mm-hmm. you can have you can have somebody just get beat up from behind by an outside person, you know what I mean? That's been a, like the dude's been okay. This outside person comes in, beats the shit out of them while the ref ain't looking. They come back, they're laying flat in the ring, and the ref's just <laughs> like, "Oh, I guess the dude just fucking died," you know? I, I mean? guess he tripped. <laughs> but, but this motherfucker gets thrown brass knuckles and everything after mm-hmm. you know what i mean like got the complete frame job and the ref's like oh my god but the, uh, i guess it was you did you right? not notice all those other people handing him things right that's why i don't like refs getting in the way of a match like that because it's like this is like this is dumb this is this is clearly like it's it feels lazy you you could have constructed was- logan winning in a dirty way that like that's a little bit more makes sense. And I guess it's like part of it just being like, just like regular sports. Sometimes the refs are, are stupid. And like, I would, I would, I would never say just like regular sports. Yeah. (laughs) Well, I think I've seen some bad calls in like college football. Like it's, I'm just like, this is dumb. Y'all did not see see what's happening right there. It was a unique call for like, you know, usually the baby mm-hmm. face isn't the one that gets caught uh, mm-hmm. cheating, even if it's by accident. So I think that that was cool of the ref to actually catch uh, yeah. the baby face or the heel cheating, you know, indiscriminately showing that the ref is impartial. But the problem is, like Cam said, it's really mm-hmm. inconsistent with the uh, history of how referees act inside the ring. They're, they're notoriously uh, very weak and uh, destructible. And mm-hmm. also have probably about half of the amount of senses that every wrestler has. 
Well, it was like in Raw where like um where um old dude was like, Here's your cut of the t shirt sales and he's gotten he just like knocked out the ref and now yeah. he lost. And I was just like that's that's interesting. I saw that happen like like back in twenty sixteen or seventeen with freaking um with the with the freaking Undertaker and everything. I was just like, this is dumb. But yeah, it was a, like I said, it wasn't bad though. I kind of, I kind of dug it. It was a, it was a, the ending was just kind of like, y'all could have been a little bit more creative. Uh, it was my, Same my minutes. least, my least favorite match of the night. Yeah. Same here, man. Wrestling Same was here. good. Wrestling was good enough for a pay-per-view. I think I would have been bored um, if this was like, uh, if this was like WrestleMania and, and it was the same quality of match, I was just like, yeah, yeah. yeah. That, and that, that might could start the night. Okay. I'm gonna look, at this. look at this thing that you just showed. Oh, okay. That's <laughs> bad. Never mind. It's so, Is that a, a, no, it is AI Logan Paul. All right. Is it, yeah. Is that what that is? Is that what that's supposed to be? So I just Googled AI Logan Paul and that's what came up. He's like, yeah, man, why did you uh, do that? I don't know. What? <laughs> don't have a good answer. He looks like Logan Paul meets Groot. Logan Paul and yeah, Groot I had a baby. Yeah. Uh, I think that that, that that pretty much sums up the uh, sums yeah. up the uh, the match really. Uh, I guess moving on to the the Bastion of Hope, the amazing yeah final lap and a half. The main the, event, the main event of the evening, the men's uh, Royal Rumble. Uh, I mean, I, I think just for starters, they did great with the placement. I mean, same thing with the women's, but with the men's, obviously, I knew a lot more of them. I thought that the separation between like your star, which I know that this is the whole point of the show, you know, is to get this. They've had what 30, 40 years to, to do this. How many times have they done the Royal Rumble now? Uh, at least oh you know, five or so. 30, 40. Yeah. Probably, I think it started in the early 90s, maybe the late 80s. So, you know, do your own math. Yeah. Well, I, I mean, it, it's impressive the way that they were able to uh, space out everybody. Uh, I mean, you know, I, I, I'm not going to go down my entire list because I'm sure we're going to talk about several different people, but I do want to point out just a few of these little things that I noticed. Uh, the first and foremost, I did want to put uh, that about the placement just because I thought that they did a good job at having people come in. And like I was saying earlier with the women's thing where he stays in for a little while and all this other stuff, I do want to say that Gunther, 100%, all the stuff you've talked about him, Alex, and just from me watching him over the past, say, two or three years, Every time that I do see him as a filthy, casual, dirty PPV watcher, stealer, I uh, well, actually, excuse me, I pay for Peacock. So, uh, but but when it goes to Netflix, I'll be in a bond. But they they had uh, every time I see that guy, he's in better shape. He performs better. I'm just like this guy just keeps going. Like, and mind you, like I said. Even to this day, after years, I still don't know whether he's a good guy or if I'm supposed to like him or hate him because he's he, like I like him, but he seems like he's an asshole. <laughs> you know what yeah. I'm saying? The, uh, uh, 
and like I said, I don't, I don't get much of his like uh, promo type stuff either because I'm watching pay per views and they don't do a lot of that stuff, especially in you know, the Rumble. Everybody doesn't get the chance to rage out, but yeah. kind, kind of like not to the same degree because there is a lot more storyline. There's a lot more depth to it, but kind of like the women's thing, like we were saying earlier. I don't remember which one of y'all brought it up, but they tell the story in the ring. Like you get a mm -hmm. lot of good stuff from these guys, and then like with the commentators, just going back to similarities <laughs> with the way the commentators fill in a little bit for you and. They're cooking. They're having to cook so hard, so hard. But like, like I have it written here, like the Uso brothers. I was just like, I didn't know that he had a brother in SmackDown, and like he, and I was just like, I was like, brother, brother, like, better. like I was, I was, um, I was excited, and they they lasted most of the match. I was like, damn, dude, like the two brothers are just just here, like just just fighting for everything, um. Yeah, it was uh like I said, they they there was some good story, but like there was a lot more just like I was like, what monster is going to walk through? <laughs> like I, that's what I was more excited about. Whereas like the women's, I was like, let's let's try to look for the story. The men's was just like, okay, at some point Cody Rhodes is coming in and and there's gonna be a bunch of just monster men coming in that Cody Rhodes has to survive. Yeah, it was the trial of Cody. That's what the men's rumble was for me. I was just like, okay, let's see, like his. It's he's on a he's on a hero's journey, and he this is this is one of the trials that he has to uh, has to uh, survive. Yeah, uh, I I thought I put on here, and you know, obviously not to just jump to the the main guy here, but uh, I put on here as like one of my third, like my fourth note on here is that Cody is a brand carrying guy. They got not not only is Amen. like it, and like this is coming from someone who's not like a a deep throater of Cody Rhodes or anything, but man, he's got what it he's got everything you need. He's got a great like brand as it branding for himself or whatever it is, whatever that that's called his uh his image, I guess. Uh, like everything about that is perfect. It works, you know. It's like and it reaches out a pretty broad audience because he's like it's almost like he's like some neo punk. But like American, I don't know how to explain it. And he's a, such a leader. Like the way he can, whether it's kayfade or it's him as a person, I'm not sure. But he's, I'm convinced that he is a great leader. Like listening to him talk, like I would want to follow him to war, not literally, but I'm saying I would. Like if he was like, grab the sword, we're going to. I don't know why he wouldn't have an American. He's the American nightmare. Is that what it is? Or American yeah. nightmare? Yeah. Yeah, but he, I, he's he is so all around impressive. Obviously, we'll get into his the match a little more of him fighting, but it's just incredible to me how he is that guy. Like, and he is that is what they wanted. That's what he wanted. I mean, I don't know if that's what they wanted, but that is absolutely what he wanted. That's what we hoped for, I guess. I, I even yeah. me being even more sold on him than I was a year ago in this same situation, which is fucking out of this world, by the way. I, I like. It's just crazy to me that he is that trajectory has stayed there and he has con or stayed going up for him. And it's like, holy shit, we've built up to this all over again. And it's twice as nice as it was last time. He's going yeah, to I honestly didn't think that, like, like, after it didn't happen at WrestleMania last year, like, I can remember being like, how the fuck are they going to do this? Like, how are they going to get you <laughs> excited to, to, for this to happen again? Like, they really. Here I am. Like I think I remember talking shit to Alex probably six months ago, being like, "I don't think they can throw it away, man. Like I don't feel like they could do it." And here we so are, man. They've done it. So he he's done this storyline before, and then has has like been taken out pretty much. 
So he, oh, yeah. he was number one in the Royal Rumble last year, and he mm-hmm. won the whole thing. Yeah. Um, and then at WrestleMania against Roman Reigns in the main event, Solo Sokoa interfered, took oh. out Cody. The ref didn't see it. Roman Reigns pinned and beat Cody Rhodes. It was horrible, Here's, dude. Here's what I'll say. that Hearing that's got me with theories now. I got theories now. Dude, I want to say real quick uh, to Shane's point about Cody Rhodes being an excellent like leader and talker. Because I'm sure we won't get to this because uh, I don't think any of us have enough uh, research on this end. But they had a press conference after the Royal Rumble. I watched and, it. Uh, I watched most of it. Okay, great. So I did not. you guys I did not. seen how here. Cody Rhodes, how incredibly professional Cody Rhodes is under. I mean, it seems like Triple H didn't even realize what questions were about to be coming, but Cody Rhodes was just like, he might as well have owned the company in that press conference. He handled that like an absolute human being and also really professionally. I didn't watch that, but but what what's his professionalism stood out when he was on the uh, the Dale Jr. download. Like he was like his interview was just like he's talking about his storyline. And his story, but he's also talking in in his life in general because, like you know, this isn't he's not talking about wrestling with Dale Jr. He's not he's not talking just about wrestling with Dale Jr. But he's but he's also talking about like the company as well. Like you know, he's he's like like you can tell that like he's 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 the type of leader who like will include everybody in one of just like yeah he this is a I wouldn't say a company man because that that implies something different, but it, it's he is he's wanting to be like the next household name like in yeah. I don't want to lump him he's, he's the next John Cena for sure they, yeah. they better treat him like that because he absolutely is they're very they're very different personas but like yeah he is he is the next he is the next I wanted to say like he's the next household name like Roman Reigns but like also like John Cena I, I agree with that completely I think he deserves it too um and last night like I'm I'm a fan I'm a fan of people trying to you know like showing some heart you know what I mean showing showing some like actual humanity like like you said Alex and last night in that press conference like and they kind of threw that out of that threw that question at him out of nowhere yeah. you know which I mean you had to figure to their credit what? you had to figure that it was coming yeah it was the story, so what was you know? what was the question specifically because like was I said about, I just, it was about the Vince stuff ah yeah, what, yeah what, it, what, it was it was specifically like uh he they asked Cody how. WB could take steps to make the locker room, you know, safer and make sure nothing like that happens again. Fair. And he was yeah. he was straight up like he was like, oh, I don't know the answer to that question. You know, he was like, yeah. but I know that, you know, pretty much like I know that the people that are here in this company right now will make that but you know we'll we'll do everything that they can to, you know. It was, it was, it was cool, man. It was. Yeah, he, he, he shot Bell for a lot of the people out there with him. You know, he's basically like, I know the people that I work with right now are some yeah. of the best people on the planet. <laughs> so, now, it's all possible me just being me playing devil's advocate. Kobe, Cody could be out here like fucking kids or something. And okay. like, you know, <laughs> I'm, just, I'm just asking questions. I'm just asking questions. But could, I, I, all all jokes aside, I yeah. think that guy is not only an amazing talent, but he seems like a a one person, and that's probably one of the reasons why it sells so well, is because mm-hmm. I feel like that is that is genuinely him. And like how we were saying, or Jim, like you were speaking about him being on that podcast, it's mm-hmm. like for him to be able to balance that. I mean, even listening to him in the uh, 
you know, afterwards last night because when he was talking, like he's su- such a human of a guy. So it's like, but he's still putting on his act the same. Th- I don't know how to explain it. Like it's like the perfect. Uh, I don't all know how his, to explain it. all of his promos. He's in a suit, and he was in a suit during the Dale Junior download as well. And he's pretty much just like, yeah, dude, you just gotta like dress for the job you want, and like you know, I'm I I want to look like the boss, so I'm I'm dressed like the boss, and like you know, it's it shows, and he's not the boss, but he he he's definitely uh, aspiring to be that. He, he loves he, that and, company, and, re- and regardless, like you know, he's. Like even if he isn't the decision maker, he is kind of the leader, you know. And like you know, it's it's the this is what the theory I was talking about with um, so like you know, uh, Roman Reigns is going to do that. Like you know, I I imagine that WrestleMania at some point, Roman Reigns is going to get help. Like apparently he always does, and then because this happened with, um. Brock Lesnar, and this just now happened with CM Punk, where it's like he he and I, I don't think he necessarily did. It wasn't as obvious as far as like the gaining of respect that he did with uh, Brock Lesnar, where it's like they fought hard and Brock Lesnar was just like, yeah, I'm shaking your hand and all that. But the uh, I can imagine that like he's going to get help from other wrestlers just because other wrestlers like earned his respect, and that's what's going to make him win the title that's my theory is that like because he he projects himself as like a leader or as like a as a uh, a company man he's going to end up getting the help from all the other wrestlers and he's going to ultimately going to win the title as far as just like the wrestlers are going to come in and like and like deflect um make it a fair match yeah yeah they're going they're going to deflect and everything and be like it's just y'all two and everything i think it's going to be like that He's the leader. He's the leader That's we my needed. Theory based on what 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 you told me, which is that like this Roman Reigns always gets freaking help from. Um, I keep forgetting his name. Well, well the thing is, last year at WrestleMania, that that's exactly what happened. Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens tried Doing. to help Cody Rhodes fight off them, and then uh, still Roman Reigns retained. So that's another reason why people are so frustrated. It's going to be CM Punk. CM Punk's going to like just freaking like deflect and then going to take him out completely. And then he's going to look at Rhodes and just be like, and then like walk away. Hey, listen, I was just going to say this uh, just because, I mean, obviously, you know, I'm decked out, got my Chicago gear on because out, out of uh, respect for CM Punk. Uh, obviously, you know, we can elaborate on how awesome he was, but did anybody think it was weird how many times he like looked at the camera and was like, ah, ha, ha. and then looked, he go, uh, he looked like a dog. He looked like, a, like, like he started off, <laughs> he started off like showing up and then just being like, I'm like, I'm slamming you down. And he's like, it doesn't look like he's like staggering at all. He's just like walking up and like, ah. And like you know, he's able to like counter and like you know, somebody like doing like a spear or a tackle or whatever, and and then at the end when it's just him and just Cody, you see that like his hair isn't slicked back anymore; it's it's out, and and yeah. he's got like crazy like exhausted eyes, like they are fighting each other to the last bit. Well, and I really w- go ahead. Sorry, I noticed something with his costumes, which is that. Both of them have red, white, and blue costumes, but his is obviously like a darker, a darker getup. And Cody Rhodes's was like a lighter getup, but they're both like red, white, and blue. Um, 
and I was just like, he's he's the uh, he's the negative attitude towards WWE, and Cody Rhodes is the positive attitude towards the WWE. Like it's like light and dark, but you can tell that like he's called the American Nightmare. Like he's a little he's trying to be a little punk rock as well. But this is CM Punk. Like that's in his name, yeah. and you can tell that like he has to fight off this wild animal. And fight him off like fairly. Like there's no like dirty, dirty stuff going on here. He just like took him out fair and square. And I was then that's why I'm thinking because he didn't get to do the like the thing that Brock Lesnar did, which is just like I'm gonna pull shake your hand and all that. Um I think he we're gonna see CM Punk acknowledge Cody Rhodes in some way uh. during WrestleMania. Hopefully it's nearing near it's for the fight, for the match. And like he actually comes in to save Cody. Williams. I I think his I think his version of shaking his hand and making a and giving him a hug and whatever yeah, was, exactly. was his version of that was whenever he said I didn't come back to lose the Dusty's kid. That was yeah. dude that got me so fucking hype when he said that I was like holy shit holy and then because I don't know it was just at that moment where you knew things were about to happen you know? and you, and I feel I feel like CM Punk in CM Punk's head and especially and it was understood by everyone else behind the scenes they're like he means the exact opposite of that like go fucking get him kid like this is your moment you know what but I'm saying also, like, that's how for, I the, for the storyline it was cinematic it, like, as hell to me like it was I'm sorry Jim it, it was cinematic. yeah I'm sorry oh no no yeah um, I'm just like, it's in the storyline. It's like he doesn't respect Cody. Like he he knows that he's gone through a lot, but he knows that he deserves it more. And Cody Rhodes just just proved it just now that like he er, he's he deserves it more than CM Punk does. And like CM Punk is like ready to just be like, like I think CM Punk's got to acknowledge it. He's going to acknowledge it in his own. Punk rock way. That punk rock way is fucking up the dude. I can't seem to remember. He's forgettable. He's incredibly forgettable. Roman Reigns' dog, dude, whatever his name. Oh yeah, Solo Sokoa. Solo Sokoa. He's not even solo. He's with Roman Reigns. <laughs> I want to bring it up too before uh before I forget and we move past it because we 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 did kind of skip through the whole oh, middle. Yeah, of yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. No. But, um. So I'm sure you guys. Remember Braun Breaker, the guy who was uh, spearing everybody in half? Absolutely. Yeah. So, he's like he's like one of my favorite people. Apparently, he's he's amazing. He, the energy he brings, it, he has to like snort something before he comes out because <laughs> he is an absolute beast. But I brought I him so. up because apparently yeah. that was Brock Lesnar's spot from every elimination he made, which included Brock Lesnar's opponent at last year's WrestleMania. That Omos, like the seven foot three guy. Um, to everyone he attacked. Uh, Brock Lesnar was apparently pulled out the last minute by WWE. You know, obviously, you know why. Um, oh no, all of those allegations and stuff. It, so it was, co- it was covered in piss. Yeah, no. <laughs> they called know. Braun Breaker up to to take Lesnar's spot, and I just think he did such a great job and he, he did it really he did he did he that dude's a freaking action figure that's what he is he's just the that guy wrestleman toy. he should be he's been killing it in nxt uh yeah. almost literally the way it looks like he, he beats people up but, but he's been doing so good i think if he gets moved up to the main roster to raw and smackdown i mean he's in his 20s right now like that guy is he is going to be a star up there with cody rhodes 
within the next five years. You know, I'd say in one year if if they bring him up now. He he's a guy that I think could also be on the cover of whatever they want to put him on. But you know, more as the anti-hero than the squeaky clean America's you know darling Cody Rhodes. Yeah. Well, like I said, he's he's the WrestleMan. He's literally just an action figure of a he is, absolutely. And then I mean that in like a good way of this, like he's not a generic wrestler. He is the action figure of a generic wrestler. Like he, yeah. he he's just he's got kung fu grip and everything. Like he's he's bowed up all the time. Like it's it's great. I I, I like I like a lot in the seven foot three dude that's dressed up like the fucking White Ranger. I was like Omos. Yes, Omos is a Colossus. He is massive. He is a unit. You don't see anybody else when he's in the ring. You do not. He is just this massive boss fight character of just like yeah. He's like it's like he's he's not he's not he's not the champion, but he's the boss fight. He's that one boss fight in a video game that like he's he's not the final boss, but he's the one that's like going to be like this guy's that's just going to frustrate you to hell because you can't beat him. He 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 did not. I don't know how he got. I don't even remember how he got eliminated, but he got eliminated somehow. But he was just, he was just, you see him walking around and nobody being able to like do anything to it. And then you see like Cody Rhodes just sitting in the back, just being like, he's just surviving the onslaught. Yeah. That's when I was like, this is the trial of Cody. Sorry. Go ahead. I didn't mean to. Yeah. That, no, you're good. That was one of my favorite spots of the night is, uh, Omas being in there, Braun Breaker being in there, and them having that little stare down. Mm-hmm. Everybody stood up looking for the next, you know, person to enter. And Pat, the, the theme music for the Pat McAfee show started playing, <laughs> you know. And Pat was all surprised and everything, and came in there, you know, and it injected himself when he saw Omas. <laughs> yeah. I thought he was going back to the. I thought he was he going got back to, to the commentators, and he was like, "Man, he was like, what is that in there?" <laughs> he said, "He said I got in there." He said, "Cody Rhodes told me you might want to get out of here." <laughs> so, so has Pat McAfee wrestled before? Is he has he done anything like that? Okay, yeah, he has, he's, he's, had, he's uh, had a he had a match at WrestleMania, um, and he had a match on NXT against Adam Cole. So he's he just he just dabbled a little bit in wrestling. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he, yeah, he had guys that could carry him through a really good match, but he he did really well. Yeah, yeah. And then he had a match. Well, uh, yeah. What was it? SummerSlam this past year? Was it SummerSlam? I think it was. I think it was. I'm having trouble remembering myself who he wrestled, but he he wrestled within the past year in a singles match. Me too, because he did. It was him and Austin Theory at WrestleMania, and yep. then it was. I'm trying to remember who it was. Uh, was it Grayson Waller? No. It was him or somebody. I can't remember who it was. I can't remember either at all. Anyway, we we move past. (laughs) I I will Uh, will say his his facial expression was perfect for like analyzing whether or not he wants to fight. Yeah, I thought that maybe it was a bit of a. I'm kind of conflicted because I thought it was a bit of a waste of a number for someone who could have been a surprise entrant and then wrestled a lot. But on the other hand, that was a very unique way to incorporate a commentator that I've never seen because commentators have been in the rumbles before. Michael Cole was in the rumble before and Jerry Lawler when he used to commentate was in the rumble, Booker T. But to have one go in there and just put over everybody in the ring by completely chickening out of the match 
yeah. it was awesome to see. And I can't complain too much about that, even he if wasn't, it, you know, wasted a spot, so to speak. He wasn't Brown sure Breaker, if he was in- like he almost broke. You know what I mean? Like, like he always yeah. broke character. Bron Breaker was cracking up. It seemed like yeah. that was doing his thing. He wasn't sure if he wanted the chicken out. You saw he like he got out. He, he went over the rope, and then he went back over the rope, and then he went over the rope again. It was like, okay, yeah, yeah I'm done. Let me get out of here. He was he wasn't sure. He wasn't sure if he wanted to the jump in or not. Hey, Alex, I want your opinion on this. Okay. Okay. Uh, uh, Logan Paul made Ricochet famous. Uh, I that's all you're giving me. Yeah, that's it. What do you think about that? Do you think that's true? I don't think Ricochet's famous. Oh, okay. Never mind. <laughs> Damn. I don't know who. I, don't, I mean, I don't. I don't know Ricochet who is. would draw the line <laughs> to to be famous. I mean, as famous as anyone on WWE, I guess he is. But well, fair enough. Um, I guess I just assumed that he was like a bigger deal because of the fact that I like, wish he not, was. I like. I think the only reason I know who he is is because of Logan Paul, and that's why I say he made him famous. Because like, you know, when that happened last year, like it was like all around social media, like the their moment, and yeah. people were like, "Yo, like this is insane!" Like it, to be fair, you know, like they don't push Ricochet; they don't really have him do much. No. So that was kind of the only thing he did in the past two years, anyway. Yeah. So even if he had a chance to to. You know, have another moment or storyline like that. They didn't give it to him, so it, it's totally fair for most people to be that. The only thing they really know from him is Logan Paul match and Royal Rumble spot. Yeah, and uh, Samantha Irvin is his wife. Was he? Yeah, they announce her later. They announce her lady. Yep. That's that's whose wife? Ricochet's wife. Oh wow. Or they're at least engaged. I don't, I don't know for sure if they're married, but they're. Oh, are they? Yeah, I would say, yeah. Okay. I don't know. I don't know. I don't follow everybody on socials. Maybe bumping ugly, Shane. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, Omos did get kicked out because I, I have it written here. He got eliminated by Braun Breaker. That's what it was. I was like, Omos, no. That's what I wrote down here. Yeah. Um, yeah, see, last year, Brock Lesnar wrestled Omos in a singles match at WrestleMania. And uh, that's another reason why I was saying that was. That's, that was allegedly supposed to be spot to eliminate Omos as a kind of reference to last year, but mm-hmm. we know what happened with Brock Lesnar and uh, so I didn't know I didn't, people. So I didn't know Brock Lesnar was implicated in all that. Like that's yeah unfortunate because I I liked I liked Brock Lesnar. Yeah, same. I I, I hope yeah. nothing's true for uh, several reasons. Uh, yeah, other than my selfish, I want to still like Brock Lesnar reason, but you know if it is then. Uh, bye, Brock. I, I'm not going to miss you that much. Yeah. The um, I forgot what I was going to say. Never mind. Continue. <laughs> I'm looking through my notes right now to see if there's anything else I want to bring up. Oh. But yeah, there they, you yeah. Go. I'll just say I think uh, I think Braun Breaker again just filled those shoes that was Brock Lesnar's trajectory in the Rumble so well. I just want to see so much more of Braun Breaker. You definitely, you definitely remember him. You, you like he is yeah. he is he is out there. His physique is is like I said, he looks like he's just molded out of out of a plastic plastic like mold factory. Yeah, he's the first of, of WWE's cloning program to make uh, yeah, pro wrestling. Like, <laughs> and that yeah, could be a storyline. That could be a storyline. Like um 
I've been wanting to spend more time on the on the main roster, like on Raw or SmackDown. Me I mean, too. he dropped up on Raw to go or something like that. I think that was last year after Mania. They, they kind of acted like he was about to move up, but they didn't really pull that trigger for some reason. Yeah, there was a I lot. Hope of, they do this year. There was a lot of quote unquote luchadors in the match, and maybe there always is. Yeah. But I was just like, damn, dude, there. Dominic, you got freaking. Let me see. It's one of the. Oh yeah, we have. I don't mean to interrupt, but this is also playing to the luchador thing. Uh, Andrade returned. Andrade, I don't know who he is. Yeah, uh, he's been in AEW for, yep. for maybe two or three years now, and uh, so that was him jumping the ship. One of those surprise entrants coming from he another had a great, company. He had a great get up. I was immediately intimidated by like his outfit, like with the mask. He's an, he used to be a, a, a luchador in Mexico where he wore a mask. Yeah, um, and he, he's just one of the best in the world for sure. It happened a few times here, but I, I wrote like fucking Mexican standoff because it's just a bunch of luchadors like coming at each, yeah. like coming at each other. Uh, Dominic that was Mysterio. a big. That was a big criticism of the Vince McMahon days too. Is that luchadors, Mexican wrestlers in general, um, along with Japanese wrestlers too, by extension, just weren't really pushed anywhere uh, worthy of how good they actually are at wrestling. Yeah. So I think. Uh, this is really one of the first years where there was a really good Lucha Libre spotlight and a lot of the Mexican wrestlers because um, uh, of Triple H and Booking, I think. And not those. Andrade. Hmm? I was just saying Andrade, man. I thought he had a pretty good, uh, pretty good rumble, man. He he had a he had a good run in there uh, last night. Yeah, yeah. And he's he's so good at wrestling too. I'm glad to see he's back. I hope he's happy there because he was not very happy apparently in AEW. Um, that was one of the things I heard Triple H talking about last night in the, the press conference was Andrade, you know, and he was saying that, that this was this was the time for him. You know, he said maybe last time wasn't, you know, he said, but this is the time for him to be here. Um, Absolutely. I do. Want I to agree. Just... Like I said, Vince was in charge before and Andrade mm-hmm. was pretty much treated like an afterthought, like most of the Mexican wrestlers and luchadors are. So, right. I think everyone who left WWE, you know, a year or so ago when Vince was still in charge and making all those moves that nobody liked, uh, they're ready to come back. And I think Andrade is a great example. Naomi's a great example. I will. I want to bring up since we're still on Luchadors, Dominic Mysterio does a great job of just being immediately hated. Um, my brother was watching. Yeah. I actually had like a little group going of like brother, roommate, a friend, and myself. I'm just watching it because I, I I forgot that we were supposed to do this podcast. I, did, I didn't forget we were supposed to do this podcast. I forgot I had to watch something for the podcast. And I was like, fuck, Rumble, gotta watch it. And so we, so I already had a group of people that were hanging out anyway. And I was like, we're watching the Rumble, sorry. Um, and it was great. They loved it. But Rob immediately, as soon as Dominic walked in, was like, I hate this guy. I hate him immediately. This guy's a, this guy's a little, little piece of shit twig boy. Get out of here. Yeah, he's, he's so good at it, man. He, and I was, he, I was like, I was like, Rob, that's, that's the proper response. That's the proper response you need from Dominic because he, that's his, yeah. that's his intention. And I, I'd always wondered, man, because it was so the, the booze were so loud every time he was there. If if they were pumping anything in, but thanks to Alex here, man, we know for a fact that. Man, they were. Uh, I can tell you, as a guy who's taken part in it, they were all. As loud as they sound on TV. I mean, you know, maybe they pump in a little bit, but at least that night in New Orleans, they were uh, ready to burn Dominic at the stake, and it was awesome. <laughs> He's just such a weasel. 
Yeah. He plays his character so well. It's it's so easy to love hating him in the best way possible, not in the Logan Paul way where you don't like him because you you know who he actually is outside of the ring, or you know uh, you know what history he has of doing stuff that you may not like. But with Dominic, he's just so good at what he does. It's fun to hate him because uh, it's yeah. easy to do. I like that spot in the Rumble with him and our truth. Where our truth thought it was like a tag match. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, he, he was like, what are you doing? Why are you re-? And he got put in that choke hole and he started reaching for him. <laughs> yeah. And it's changed to your point too earlier. It, it was so cool. I'm glad you got to pick up on our truth and the Miz reuniting in the in the Royal Rumble. Uh, the uh, awesome truth. Yeah, that was a good moment. So what, why is our truth like? I think you're muted. I was. Oh my gosh! Um, I can't, I was say. I, I was gonna say yes, absolutely. It. I have our truth on my thing twice because he he just he had multiple times throughout the night where he just showed his face and it was funny. But seeing the two of them together was hilarious. And I did want to add that I did have on my list as well that Dominique is such a great bad guy. Like I don't want to see him fight The Rock or anything like that, you know, like in the main event of WrestleMania. But like his personality, the fact that he's like a, just a little prick, and it's like, damn, you know, like like someone one of y'all just said he's a weasel, and that is a hundred percent true. Yeah, he's so good. Like especially with him and him and Rhea have it figured out right now, man, and have for the past year. So like the whole mommy thing that she's got going on, and him him running to her. No, everything, every chance he gets, you know, that's, you know, it, it, it really, it really adds to the, oh man, I can't, that's just be back. Really hope he gets his. I will Those say. Those two are definitely more than the sum of their, of their parts. They together, I think have flown over the moon with uh, popularity with the fans and they're just so good at, at what they do and they have great chemistry. Yeah. Um, my favorite tag team, New Day, uh, Kofi Kingston. Made it in. I was super excited, and um, I hate that he didn't last as long as as I would have liked him to. But the um, um, I'm glad that freaking he was able to freaking take out Ludwig Kaiser because I, I saw that match on Raw and I was just like, they are they hate each other. They hate each other. Um, like I said, I wish I wish New Day lasted a little bit longer, but I'm I'm happy that uh, Kofi Kingston was there. I was I was really happy about that. It's always cool to see Kofi in a rumble. I think overall, you know, I didn't like this match as much as the women's rumble um, yeah. for a few reasons. I Great. think some of them was that there weren't really as many surprises or uh, you know crazy things going on. I mean, Monday Night Raw. You guys may not know the roster breakdown between SmackDown and Raw, but. Monday Night Raw ran this Royal Rumble. Every guy who was predicted to win it, uh, Gunther, CM Punk, Cody Rhodes, they're all Monday Night Raw guys. Mm-hmm. Um, so there was really not much of a question of, of you know, surprises or who's going to be, oh, I didn't expect this guy to be in or I didn't expect him to be there. We had Andrade and Omos and Braun Breaker, um, but they were kind of few and far between. There was a lot of guys in there who weren't that exciting, like Grayson Waller, Austin Theory. You know, nothing too much happened with them. Yeah. Uh, there's been years where where my favorite Royal Rumble had, you know, nothing but top guys pretty much. And, and there's nothing wrong with having the midcomers in there to, to be cannon fodder to guys like Braun Breaker. But um, 
I think it was solid. It, it ultimately got to the point that we needed to get to, which was Cody Rhodes and CM Punk. Uh, so I'm glad we got there at the very least. Yeah, it, it was beautiful. I have also the last thing that I want to point out here, and he shouldn't go unmentioned. Damian Priest is Satan. Yeah. Like Biggie <laughs> Satan. I don't. I don't know what his personality or how big he is in the story, like outside of the Rumble. But he was putting in work in the Rumble, bro. Oh, he Dude, well, like he's he was mad as hell to uh, McIntyre, no doubt. Um, because like like it was the freaking thing that happened before, which is that the ref got distracted and like he was pinned. He pinned McIntyre fair and square, but the ref didn't see it. And then McIntyre was able to get a pin on him during Raw. And I was just like, he's ready to fucking kill Pat McIntyre. <laughs> and he just like took like out Damian. everyone else with him. All right, Damian Priest, uh, south of heaven, chokes Glenn. That he does. That he, he threw it down on somebody last night. Last night, where I went, damn, it was like, it was hard. <laughs> he's cool, man. He He's the guy who is. Y'all don't know has the current money in the bank briefcase, so at, at yeah. any moment when he wants to, he can cash it in. Uh, and I don't suspect that'll be anytime soon, but he's he's in a pretty uh high up spot as far as importance goes on the on the show right now. I bet he's gonna cash it in when Cody wins the title, and then Cody, this will be like Cody's first. Like, could you imagine he loses first, first it in like five wins. minutes? No, I, I think, think he's gonna I be... think he's cashing in on Seth's title for sure. Oh, he's going to cash in on Seth? Yeah, so Seth Rollins has the Raw Championship, and Roman Reigns has the SmackDown, which is the one Cody wants to go for. Okay. But um, I think they would be crazy, too. The people would boo Damian Priest out of the building in a bad way if he just stole that from Cody Rhodes, especially if it was, like, the night of WrestleMania. I don't think he would steal it. Right when Cody wins it, Damian Priest comes and steals it. I don't think he would win, though. I think he would be unsuccessful, but it would be just, like, as soon as Cody wins the title... Is is like he thinks all of his trials are done, but no, there's one more trial. Damian Priest wants the fucking title, and he has to fight him off, and he succeeds, and it'd be great. This is this is this is bleeding into my um my uh my gummy my gummy fever fever oh yeah fever pit right here. <laughs> That's awesome. But where I'm just like Cody Rhodes is like a myth, like 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 classic mythology as far as just like he's he's the hero he's going through the trials and i might just go ahead and like break into it but yeah he like he's going into the trial you see at the at the top you see seth rollins but like specifically you see roman reigns he just defended his title against four people and he's been defending the title like forever say what you want about him but this is his like his kingdom it's the dark ages and everything and um all dude is like and the the and this is where like the cinematography is great because it's like Cody Rhodes like points at the WrestleMania sign, looks like a fucking video game. Then he points at fucking Roman Reigns, and it's just like they're setting up the story that Cody Rhodes is going to bring rest WWE into a new era, and it's going to be a great great match. I'm hoping it's going to be a great match because I'm fired up. So me too, man. Yeah, I'm excited about it because it, it, it's like it's 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 funny because it's like it, it mirrors if it happens in, in like it just it just mirrors a lot of other like competition movies where it's just like he's the reigning champion and 
and now the new the new kid has to like freaking take him out and he and then it's even better that like he's already failed at this once so like it's um listen see you say it's already better i have to be devil's advocate again you know it's not every day it's not every day that somebody wins the royal rumble twice in a row and it's yeah. also not but it's not every day that people go to wrestlemania and lose the roman reigns two years in a row and no, if they no no, no. <laughs> If he, can you I hear, imagine? I think, I think it's going to be like Roman Reigns is going to do something dirty, and like the wrestlers, his because like I say, he's worked in granted, like I said, Brock Lesnar. We don't know about him anymore. Not that I, not that that's came up. Oh no, did we lose? Oh no, he's okay. The camera's turned off. Um, he's below Craig now. Yeah. <laughs> um. But yeah, no, it's it's just. Uh, I think it's I think his diplomacy because he always treats a lot of his he treats everyone with with a respect or at least the matches that I've seen he treats a lot of them with respect of like fighting fighting hard and everything that he has like made some friends and yeah it's going to all cash in at WrestleMania as far as just like cuz it's, it's so freaking anime. It's so anime to be like I can't beat this this main bad villain dude and then all of his and then with the power of friendship he's going to like have some people like block and and defend him so that way he can take on Roman Reigns like fair and square. Like I think it's going to be great. I think it's I think it's more likely that he's going to go uh to Monday Night Raw or something or Friday Night Smackdown. Mm. And then he's going to like pull his hamstring and be injured for the next year and a half. I hope he doesn't. You have to be careful about that. That's that's one thing that was kind of crazy to me that they decided to keep the title on Roman for another year. Is they're they're really relying on him not getting injured? Yeah, or quitting or anything like that. Well, see, uh, another thing I was impressed with with Cody and the Rumble in general is that that's how you can really tell Cody Rhodes is is something special because for the second year in a row. People were just as excited to see him win the Royal Rumble as they were a year ago, which yeah. I've never, I haven't been alive to see that. You know, everyone's like, okay, that guy won last year, new guy now, which I, I agree with too. But um, the fact that I, I didn't feel that way about Cody Rhodes, and I'm, I'm so ready for him to be the guy that he clearly already is to everyone but WWE, um, I didn't mind at all. I, I wanted him to win that Rumble. I'm very happy he did. Yeah, man, me too. Um, it makes me really excited for WrestleMania. It actually gives me a little bit more hope that they're actually going to pull the trigger and let yeah. the man finish the story. And I, and maybe so. Maybe I'll, another reason I'm excited is so we can actually stop saying finish the story and the story can just be finished. You know what I mean? Yeah. The whole saying can go away. It's Halo 3. But, it's Halo 3. Got to finish the fight. We're ready. Yeah. <laughs> no, super excited for Cody, dude. Uh, I think I think he deserves it just after after everything we've said tonight for sure, um, and everything that we've seen over the past two years or two and a half years, whatever it has been since he's been back with the company. You know, um, but I'm excited, man. I, I got hyped after after it when he was pointing up there at Roman. I was like, oh yeah, talk your shit, Cody. Talk your shit. Yeah. <laughs> now we're just but, raw. Uh, Raw and SmackDown until Elimination Chamber, which they they did a they did a little commercial for Elimination Chamber, and it's it's Rhea Ripley talking about it, and I was like, I'm actually scared. I'm actually very afraid of Elimination Chamber. I don't know what the rules are, 
I don't know anything about Elimination Chamber, but it looks intimidating, and I'm excited. You'll have you'll have fun at Elimination Chamber. Elimination Chamber is awesome. Yeah. So. Yeah. My favorite Elimination Chamber was the first Elimination Chamber um, at Survivor Series. I think that was 2002. Um, great, great pay per view. The whole pay per view is amazing. Uh, great, great match. You should go check that out whenever you can. Yeah, you should uh, definitely check out some old Elimination Chamber matches. Um, and you could just Google a list of the best ones. But, I mean, it, it'd be fun for you, I bet, to brush up on a little bit of that. Because the match type is pretty much a cage match with uh, four corners of guys who are in, in wait to be entered into the match. It starts off a 1v1 in a cage. And every, you know, three or so minutes, another guy comes out. And it's a pinfall submission elimination. So last guy standing wins. It, it is a, a really fun time. Yeah, it, like I said, it was just they they showed the shot of like Rhea Ripley in like the weird chamber, and I was just like, I don't want her to leave that chamber. I'm scared. So yeah, I don't <laughs> want her to leave that chamber either. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh man. Uh, well, look, guys, this has been fun. Any closing remarks on the uh, the Rumble altogether, just as a whole, you guys? Uh, I'll start with you, Alex. You can go first. Sure. Uh, I thought it was a really, really solid show. I've been appreciating WWE's um, decision and awareness of how long these shows can go on. And the fact that they decided to have four matches uh, was a good idea, considering two of them were going to be, at the very least, one hour long. So. I appreciate them for that. I thought overall every match was really solid. The women's Royal Rumble match stood out to me. I, I almost wish it was the main event because it was so good and it left me so excited for the rest of the show. And, you know, other than Cody winning, I don't think anything else on the show really matched or, or lived up to that excitement level. I think I peaked around, you know, the end of the women's Royal Rumble. But, uh, Overall, I really enjoyed it, and it, I'm even more excited for WrestleMania. So, ultimately, it did its job, I think. Awesome. Uh, Cam, are you back there behind Dr. Doom? It's <laughs> only Dr. Doom now, I'm afraid to say. But, uh, no. Um, <laughs> that was perfect. Yeah, yeah no. I, I, I really, really enjoyed the Rumble, man. Um, I. Uh, my wife even watched a little bit of it with me, which is a very, very rare thing that happens. So <laughs> had a little bit more fun being able to be like, yeah, yeah. Now you see this dude? Yeah, here's what's going on. Now watch, watch. You know, so that was always fun. I had somebody here to kind of talk shit with. Uh, as far as the actual product, though, dude, like I said, uh, the Women's Royal Rumble, I can't, I can't, you know, uh, praise it enough, I thought. Every one of them killed it. Uh, I enjoyed all the surprises. Uh, I enjoyed the outcome of it all. Uh, like I said, if I'm ranking the matches for, for myself, it's the Women's Royal Rumble. Um, and then it would be, uh, you know, the Fatal 4-Way probably. And then the Men's Royal Rumble and whatever Cody, uh, not Cody, uh, KO and Logan Paul had out there. Ah. I don't want to say that like that. Let me not let me not leave that in a negative light. Those dudes, you know, they 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 put everything out there to entertain somebody. It just that just wasn't entertaining for me. Um, but uh, yeah, I, overall though, dude, I was really excited for it. Um, hella excited to see where uh, where where Cody would take this. Will he finish it? Hopefully, yes. If not, ah, guys, what are we gonna do? 
four years <laughs> of, of, of a champion. I mean, I love Roman just as much as the next, but so he's got to give it up one day, you know? Mm-hmm. I, I think this will really be a test of uh, of Triple H. So if, if this doesn't happen, then we'll have to revolt against him, just like we did Vince. So, <laughs> Jim? Whoa! All right. Um, yeah, no, it's uh, I yeah, I really liked it. I really like this. Was um, freaking like I think I like both of them equally for different reasons. Like, like I said, it was just it was the the try. Like I said, and granted, one I was I was relatively sober. I was just buzzed, and then the second one I was so. I have different. I enjoyed them differently, and one I was I was for the women's rumble. I was like excited about the um, the uh, just just the narrative that was playing there. It's like I'm I'm kind of that wouldn't necessarily say I'm caught up, but I'm kind of like ready to see what else happens in rem- women's wrestling, um, what the story is, and then with the uh, the men's wrestling, like I said, it was just the trials. The trials of uh of Cody Cody Rhodes, like I, I have it written down here of just like like two men left, CM Punk and Cody Rhodes. This is his trial. Does like will CM Punk like let him let him be, <laughs> or 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 is he gonna he gonna keep him down? I was like ready to, uh, like it was just it was just a Cody Rhodes show for me. I was I was very excited yeah. to see how he survived the onslaught. It was like it was like a war zone in the men's, and I like and like I said, there wasn't much of a narrative as far as like about like being played out, except for just me, and, and there might have been, but I was mainly focusing on just like I'm just ready to see what Cody Rhodes does and, and see if he's gonna he's gonna get the gold, get the championship at WrestleMania. I'm excited. Oh yeah, dude. <clears throat> I uh, I'll say that I was impressed. I usually am not let, I haven't been really let down in a while, to be honest. I say that, I mean, you know, I, I wish there would have been a little bit more star power that just showed up and shocked me in the men's rumble. So, and that's, but I'm always like wanting that. Like I'm always wanting the mm-hmm. stone coals and the, the rocks yeah. and like, just like the Shawn Michaels and just like, Oh my fucking gosh, like those. So like, you know, I asked for too much sometimes. I was nonetheless, I was entertained and I'll say this like I did after the last rumble. Man, it makes me want to go back. It makes me want to start watching more and paying attention more. But likely I'll pay attention for about a week and then it's like, "Oh, WrestleMania, I'm hopping back on the train and then I'll do the yeah. same thing again." But uh nonetheless, I was impressed and I was happy and I'm uh I was glad to be able to, you know, chat with you guys while we were uh watching it and you know i've got a couple of other friends that were watching it too so it's just pretty cool that you know i, I just wish that all of my friends were this into ufc because then i would be like oh man but <laughs> you know it I, there's a lot less to talk about i mean when it comes to that in all honesty because my mofos are just getting knocked out so uh well it'd be under, it's more uh, of a it's more of a technical uh commentary at that yeah point, yeah where you where it's like let's see how these heavyweights fight because we we talked about that a lot with the other UFC the last UFC pay per view yeah and um I I've, I'm probably will get a little bit more into UFC just because it's the um, I have a friend of mine who every time we're every time I hang out at his place we always end up like watching some kind of UFC pay per view so and we always watch the pre fights as well so like <clears throat> yeah so I, I get I get pretty well caught up as far as 
uh, what's happening in UFC whenever I watch with them. So I, I did want to I did want to say one thing before we got out, got off of here though, guys. I do, what do you guys think? Do you guys think that uh, CM Punk should break Edge so he can start doing steroids? Because man, you know he would look so much better if he get on some juice, dude. Definitely doesn't have hey, uh, compared to, to compared to all the other. I mean, Randy Orton and AJ Styles came back uh, like like action figures, pretty much. Like they were twice the weight they left. Um, but no, I don't think it's CM Punk style, man. You know? I mean, yeah, it'd be weird. It'd be weird to see CM Punk just absolutely jacked to the gills. That'd be weird. It is against like his persona. He's like he's meant to be kind of like the punk rock. Yeah. And apparently he's straight edge, so he doesn't drink or do drugs, and I'm sure that includes not doing steroids. Yeah, I think he should do some steroids. I think it would it would behoove him not to get on the juice. Well, I, I, as far as I'm aware, we should all do steroids. Yeah, we hey, should all none of them can do it anyway. We're not we're not competing in anything. We can just do as much steroids as we want. Hey, yeah, that's a good point. Yeah, hey, uh, I'm sure we would get a lot done at work too. Yeah. <laughs> or, or we'd or, stop doing anything. Or we'd yeah, or break everything. I was about to say, oh, we'll get incredibly mad. It's like, fuck. Yeah. Yeah. Me, and, me and Jim would have a fist fight and then damn automatic back there. Yeah, we'll we'll start attacking the automatic. <laughs> now, you guys are beating each other beating each other up, and then eventually y'all both team up to beat up the automatic. Oh, yeah, 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 that's it. We treat it like the printer in office space. <laughs> 